I'm Kate Wheeler in studio with Christine Bentley, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Thank you for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Kobo. If you're desperately looking for a good read and who isn't, check out our Books with Buzz list. It's up at kobo.com slash whatshesaid. Exercise has been called a miracle drug that can benefit every part of the body. And Sarah Hodson, the founder of Canada's Live Well Exercise Clinic, is kicking off the show telling us about how we can use exercise to fight chronic disease. Just in time for Earth Day, we're going to learn about how Dimple's personalized jewelry was compelled to make a difference after the emerald ash borer swept through co-founder Patty Maloney's hometown of Uxbridge. They have put out a line of ash bark textured jewelry that will fund tree planting through Forest Ontario. And Patty is going to tell us more about it, how it all works. And musicologist Eric Alper is getting earthy, <laughs> talking about environmentally conscious messages in music in On the Record. And Tracy Nesdaly, the Vice President of Communications at Rakuten Kobo Inc., will be here with books that are making headlines. With HPV cancer on the rise, Dr. Vivian Brown will break down some myths and facts we all need to know. And closing out our show today in our live studio sessions, we have Toronto singer-songwriter Jessica Speziali. If you miss any part of the show today, make sure you subscribe to our Apple podcast. It's free. And if you subscribe, new episodes will magically download for you every <laughs> weekend. And we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. What she said will be right back here on 105.9 The Region. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Exercise has been called a miracle drug that can benefit every part of the body, extend our lifespan, and halt the global pandemic of inactivity that some are calling the greatest public health problem of the 21st century. Joining us now is Sarah Hudson, the founder of Canada's Live Well Exercise Clinic, to talk about how we can use exercise to fight chronic disease. Welcome to what she said. Thank you so much. Thank this you for is, having me. This is so topical. Absolutely. In Canada, three out of five people live with at least one chronic disease. Yes. And four of five are at risk. But only 20% of Canadians get the recommended 150 minutes of exercise per week. What are the main challenges people face when trying to adopt a healthier lifestyle? You know, I think this is just such a great topic because the reality is it's hard to live a healthy lifestyle in today's society. I, I think there's really kind of four main reasons as to why people struggle to live a healthier lifestyle. The number one thing is time. We're all very busy. And so fitting in 
exercise and preparing our nutrition and not eating out and not always grabbing takeout, which seems quicker and faster. I think uh, you're absolutely right. Because yeah. time is the commodity that is priceless. Absolutely. So you're choosing between getting enough sleep and exercising sometimes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think the second thing is just our the conveniences of society today. Um, you know, we don't have to walk many places. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to be transported. The um, the elevators and the escalators are always very shiny, attractive um, ways for us to move our bodies up and down floors. And usually the stairs are quite hidden and sometimes behind a closed door. Um, so it's it's it. Society has actually made it quite difficult for us to to move our bodies on a regular basis. Now you you said the recommended one hundred and fifty minutes of exercise per week. Yeah. What kind of exercise? Is doing 150 minutes of walking the dog at a good rate, is that considered exercise or are we talking about, you know, full-on cardio, weights, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think that's a great question. So we we talk about 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise. Mm-hmm. And so what exactly does that mean? Uh, it does mean that we are getting our heart rate up and maintaining an elevated heart rate. And so again, the way that we can know that is that we do become a little bit breathless with, with exercise. Um, and on a scale out of 10, we should really be feeling like this exercise is three, four, maybe five out of 10 in terms of the intensity of the exercise. And then that we we actually know that we're right in that sweet spot of getting the health benefits that exercise has to offer us. Because it, that doesn't sound like a lot. Exactly. What's like just over two hours. Yeah. yeah. And the really beautiful thing about it is it can be broken up any way we want. Five minutes of moderate to vigorous ac- exercise, it can all add up and be meaningful. We don't have to do an hour at a time for it to be meaningful exercise. I've been known to do squats while waiting for the coffee to brew. <laughs> Perfect. And working it into our daily yeah. lives is the, the best way to get at it. So how does Live Well use exercise as medicine to prevent Uh, or in fact treat chronic disease, promote mental health, and help Canadians live healthier for longer? Well, we know that exercise is medicine. And in fact, the American College of Sports Medicine says that our dose of physical activity is the number one predictor of our overall health. And I think that that's really important for us to to remember. And that's really what we are doing in our clinics is we have created an environment that allows people to start where they are, to start low and to move slow, and to start to build exercise and healthy habits into their daily life. But not all exercise is equal exercise. Mm -hmm. And so when we really look at, you know, somebody who has diabetes versus somebody who maybe um, is struggling with their weight, we have to approach both of those exercise prescriptions differently, just as we would approach all different ailments with a different medication from our doctor. Exercise is medicine, but there's a specific prescription for a specific individual based on where their health profile is. So what makes you different from any other trainer or someone out there? Yeah. So Live Well Exercise Clinic is is very unique in that we are actually everything that a gym is not. Um, we've we've of, often been called the anti-gym in that um, we only have about 300 members in our clinic offering a very personalized and customized experience. Um, but the number one thing is that we have a very non-judgmental, non-intimidating um, environment that allows people to come to us and to really 
really have us meet them where they are and to feel accepted and part of something and to also have a fun, social and inspiring time when they're with us. Well, you just opened your first clinic in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got two more coming this spring. Yes. if spring ever gets here, yeah. <laughs> uh, in Oakville and Burlington. Describe your typical member. Who is Live Well Exercise for? You know, our typical member typically ranges in age between about 50 and 70 years old. Um, and, you know, as an individual who comes to us and says, it's time for me to focus on my health. Um, it's time for me to take that time for myself and to be more active and to start to um, make better eating choices, um, to sleep better, to reduce my stress. Stress Now is the time for me. Um, and and our members come to us sometimes for prevention, so to, to um, prevent chronic disease. Um, but oftentimes it's that, you know, my doctors told me that my blood pressure is getting a little bit higher. You know, I, I I'm carrying some extra weight. Um, I'm not sleeping as well at night. Um, You know, there's a variety of reasons why somebody would come to us, but the focus is always a health focus. The focus is not, I'm looking to get a bikini body or to build big muscles. Um, That's what a gym is for. We have a a very serious health focus at LiveWell. So what training would your staff have that, that most personal trainers or gyms wouldn't be able to provide. Yeah. So our exercise sessions are led by clinical exercise physiologists, a big long word that most people have never heard of. Um, but they are a group of clinical healthcare professionals who are specialized in exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle change um, for people with chronic disease and for those looking to prevent chronic disease. So these are individuals who have a university degree in exercise science or kinesiology, and then a postgraduate certification through through the American College of Sports Medicine in clinical exercise physiology. So it's a very specialized field that supports people to make lifestyle changes. So how does the uh, health coaching work? You know, health coaching is something that is becoming more and more popular today and that Mm -hmm. we recognize that we need coaching in order for us to achieve our goals. And the two things that our coaching program provides to our members is focus and accountability. Um, we often approach lifestyle with an all or nothing mentality. Uh, we want to try a diet and so we kind of go at it all or nothing and we, we try it and then we end up ultimately giving up on it. And what our health coaching program does is it allows people to break up their plan into small strategic steps and to focus on specific things and to be highly accountable to those, to their coach in the clinic for achieving those. And we know that that process and that program is what works to make changes. Have you got um, a story about one of your members? Something you can tell us? Yeah, you know, um, one of my favorite stories is our member Bev. And uh, Bev is a 55-year-old female who uh, came to our clinic because her doctor had said to her, you know, you're, you're about 25 pounds overweight, um, you, your, your blood pressure is up, your blood sugars are up, you're borderline um, diabetic now, and you need to be more active. And Bev didn't really know where to start, and a gym did not feel like a f- comfortable place for her. So Bev came to Live Well Exercise Clinic, and 
over time, as Bev started to exercise, Bev reduced her blood pressure, not needing medication anymore for her blood pressure. Um, Bev was able to reduce her blood sugars because exercise is medicine for managing our blood sugars. Um, and ultimately, Bev was able to get off of her medications um, under the direction of her physician and was able to use exercise and healthy eating in order to manage her health and ultimately to feel better. And in fact, Bev's goal in coming to Live Well was to to be a better grandma. Aww. And and that really Aww. is what she was able to achieve. Well, your new um, Yorkdale clinic um, is, is located right near Yorkdale Mall mm-hmm. on Bridgeland Avenue. Yeah. Where can people go to learn more? Um, our website um, has a lot of great information on it. It is um, livewellclinic.ca, and it lists all of our locations. As we continue to expand across Canada, um, we, you will see more locations um, popping up. We've been franchising since 2016, um, and so we expect to have more locations on the, in the Ontario area this year. Well, that's fascinating. Sarah Hudson, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much, ladies. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Compelled to make a difference after the emerald ash borer swept through their hometown of Uxbridge, Ontario, the co-founders of Dimple's Personalized Jewelry launched a tree planting initiative where a portion of each sale of jewelry from their new line of ash bark textured jewelry would fund tree planting through Forest Ontario. Joining us now to tell us more is co-founder Patty Maloney. Welcome back to What She Said, and happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day to you, too. Now, since its accidental mm. introduction from Asia, which was first discovered, I think, back in 2002, the emerald ash borer has had a devastating impact. Can you explain to people how bad it's been? Sure. Um, well, the emerald ash borer actually um, kills over 99% of the trees that it infests. So it is literally decimating the ash tree population across North America. And, um, you know, it'll be tolling into the millions across Canada and the U.S. soon. Um, and 
they were commonly used, um, like you would notice ash trees in parklands and residential boulevard mm-hmm. areas. So if you haven't noticed yet the visible difference, you will. And in our own tiny um, Uxbridge Township, I think it costs $300,000 to remove and replant there alone. Well, um, according to Invasive Species, uh, the, the Inspe- Invasive Species Center in Sault Ste. Marie, mm-hmm. the city of Toronto alone estimates it's going to cost $37 million over five years to cut and replace the city-owned ash trees that are killed by the, the insect. So, I mean, that's that's massive. And I live in a, in a very tree area like Lawrence Park and we're seeing the trees are aging they're falling down and losing the ash and the oak at the same time from from age so you've created this line of bark jewelry as a way to raise awareness and celebrate the importance of woodlands and urban forests. Why did this call out to you so much? Well, it actually, the inspiration first um, came upon us when we were walking our kids home from school last fall. And uh, in we were walking through a really um, mm-hmm. mature, heavily canopied mm-hmm. residential area. And suddenly that day it was I was like, something's different. What is it? And it seemed totally barren. And then, ah, that week was when they actually removed all of the dead ash trees, which had been the trees that were lining the street. And, um, and you know, bark is like the fingerprint of a tree, and our company is best known for its fingerprint jewelry. So it seemed only natural for us to... Um, you know, when we started thinking, what could we do? Um, we were like, well, you know, we could use ash bark texture and create the jewelry so that we could raise awareness in addition to help fund and support tree planting initiatives it, and reforestation. It's so great when companies like yours give back in this way. I mean, it, you know, it, it seems like a no-brainer to, to connect it, but so, so many people don't. So, you know, did this... How did that come together? How did you connect with Forests Ontario? Um, Well, when we got the idea, because, I mean, we're fortunate enough to be in a place where we can create something that could do Mm -hmm. something. Um, I mean, for a very fleeting moment, we thought, oh, well, we can plant them ourselves, but (laughs) we actually do want the trees to survive. (laughs) You know, if we did that ourselves. And and it's a lot of work. (laughs) And probably like 80% of them would die. So I started looking up what organizations could we, you know, partner with to Mm -hmm. do this. And um, there are several, but Forest Ontario stuck out um, to be one that they were just extremely collaborative and um, very helpful. They do all of the scientific research to know what trees to plant, you know, in what areas, Mm -hmm. under what weather conditions. They also do the follow-up maintenance to make sure that the trees will survive. And and if we want to choose a locale to plant, we can, and they'll, you know, send us pictures of after. So it just, um, it worked out really well that they're so easy to work with. And that's great. So bark is the fingerprint of a tree. Right. So that's and and you know all about fingerprints. But for people that aren't familiar um, with dimples, explain what makes your jewelry personalized. Sure. Well, at Dimples, we believe life is a collection of remarkable moments. And uh, we help people capture life's special moments in jewelry that they can personalize with uh, loved ones, fingerprints or hand and footprints pet paw prints, drawings, handwriting, even, um, you know, our bridal line, you can get engagement ring, engagement and wedding rings with your loved one's fingerprints or, you know, family rings with your Mm -hmm. whole entire family on it. Um, So that's That's as personalized as it gets, I think. What's the reaction been from your community? 
Oh, they've been delighted, actually. Um, we got quite a positive response immediately. Um, people kind of driving from places to come see and talk about it. And actually, it's um, launched us to incorporate other barks. So we'll be incorporating mar- um, maple and oak and redwood. So can you take us through the process of, of creating these? Because we're looking at some. You'll have, you'll have to go on our social media sites at What She Said Talk to, to see them. But the rings, these are gold. You do them in gold and silver, the mm-hmm. necklace um, and, and the cufflinks. But how do you get the texture? Sure. So we actually uh, 3D scan actual bark so that you get you know, the true-to-life mm-hmm. real texture mm-hmm. and um, then scale it down so that it's a size that, you know, would be suitable to fit onto jewelry. And then um, we our jewelry is made by making 3D models that we 3D print and then just casting them in metal and finishing with t- uh, traditional jewelry techniques. But it's all um, made in Uxbridge by talented artisans and, um, and using... Uh, recognized green technologies. Can you pick which metal you... Would, th- th- mm-hmm. Is this a rose gold? It looks That's very, rose pink. gold. It's very yeah. pretty. Um, I have a daughter who loves rose gold. Mm-hmm. Um, poor me. Uh-huh. Um, but you could, can you can yeah. choose which kind of gold you want? Yellow, yes. rose, anything yeah. like that? So 10, 14, 18 carat, white, yellow, or rose gold, and sterling silver. Oh, even the different carat levels. That's mm-hmm. good. So that must cover. So... Um, well, tell us how much they actually run. Sure. So in sterling, you know, the pendant necklace would be two thirty nine. The rings are anywhere from two fifty nine to two ninety nine in silver, and then in gold, it would just be higher. Cufflinks are four twenty five. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. Um, can people buy it online? They sure can. Wow. <laughs> because I'm wondering, because I would think that there would be people um, across the country mm-hmm. um, who, who are probably wondering if they can't get something started to so boost. Yeah, they can buy online. Tree if re- planting. Yeah. yeah, if retailers want to carry it, they can reach out too. People have been buying the like those ones even for wedding bands too. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's pretty. It's a pretty, yeah, because it's not, it's... Um, that, well, there is one that, that's thinner uh, as far as the ring goes and one that's a little thicker, but that would be perfect for a man. Mm-hmm. So it gives it a nice sort of masculine yeah. rough edge, you know, <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the ring. So um, the, the website is dimplescharms.com and then you forward slash bark hyphen jewelry. So, yeah, dimplescharms.com and you'll find the bark link in you'll the find the bark the link there. Yeah. So now let's talk about yes. the exciting part, <laughs> the contest. The contest. Yeah, well, you, you are going to give away to one of our uh, followers, our fans, uh, a set of sterling silver ash bark cufflinks. That's 425 Dollar yeah, retail okay. value, and a sterling silver ash bark necklace. Um, that one retails for two thirty nine. You couldn't have just made it two forty. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, and and if if you want to enter, you should go to whatshesaidtalk.com right now. Click on contests uh, to enter, and that that I mean that's very that's very generous of you. Oh, um, yeah. It's very generous of you, and we think. That they're just honestly beautiful. You really have. We'll be putting up um, up video online as well, so everyone can see them. Or again, you can go to the website. So, you know, what's next for you? You come up with what's all these next? great ideas. Oh, I don't know what's next. Uh, we have a few up our sleeve, but we're we're going to try and send you know one of these to the prime minister or something. See if he'll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but for Canada Day, we'll release the the maple. 
Ah, very clever. That's good. The maple yeah. tree. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we are so glad that you came in, and thank you very much for uh, thinking of us and our uh, listeners and viewers. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at this. And Keep thinking your about hands Christmas. off. No, no, I won't touch them, but I'm just thinking about this is a great gift for Christmas, for Mother's Day, for Father's Day, Father's Day, for whatever. And you're also helping mm-hmm. um, the planet. The planet. Yeah. The planet. planet. Well done. Thank you very much. Patty Maloney. Thanks for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Unstoppable foodie Rose Reisman is on a mission to help time-strapped families take dinner prep out of the equation. And it's not like other food delivery out there. Kate and Christine talk to Rose about FamilyMeals.ca on what she said Saturday, April 28th at noon. We're the station everyone's talking about because we talk about you. York Region, we are your radio station. 105.9 The Region. Joining us now for On the Record is musicologist Eric Alper. And since today is Earth Day, we thought we'd talk about environmentally conscious messages in music. Welcome, Eric. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, this weekend is Earth Day. Today's Earth Day. It was founded back in 1970 by Wisconsin Senator Gaylord Nelson as a day of education about environmental issues. And these bands that we're going to talk about um, really are successful, but not just that. They actually use environmental practices in their day-to-day lives. And sometimes it's really hard to do that when you're on the road all the time. But people like Neil Young, and that was rocking in the free world, of course, he's a Canadian singer-songwriter. And not only does he get involved politically, he slammed a lot of the government, no matter who's in power, for not doing enough, um, throwing his support behind David Suzuki's Blue Dot campaign to uh, to have the right to a healthy environment in Canada's Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And it's his latest effort of Neil Young's commitment to environmental issues. So he doesn't necessarily talk about them in the songs, but it's what he does during the off time that makes him a music environmentalist. Radiohead. Radiohead. This is an interesting one because if anybody could be the leaders in the environmental field, it's going to be Radiohead because each member of the band still to this day, while on tour, they use water flasks 
to drink from rather than disposable cups. In fact, if you go backstage, you are handed a, a, a recyclable, reusable water bottle because we all know that disposable cups are bad for the environment. Also, all the tour buses and trucks that are used on the tour run on biofuel and that all the freight, all the equipment, all of the speakers are banned from air travel. They have to get there by either boat or truck. There's no traveling by air whatsoever. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. And they think that reduces their carbon footprint enough. Okay. (laughs) All right. Moby. Moby. Moby is an environmentalist because he is a staunch supporter of being a vegan, not just a vegetarian, but the vegan lifestyle isn't related just to his diet. He also stresses the importance of finding alternatives to products known to use animal testing in their level of safety in relation to human use. So all of his clothes that he wears have not been tested on any animals. He's even gone to, he's even gone so far to develop a website that if you want to use Moby's music in your TV ad or in your movie, you don't have to pay him. You just have to give royalties to the Humane Society and the organization devoted to awareness of issues containing uh, and concerning animal abuse. So you pay them rather than Moby. That's cool. I wonder That's, how I wonder how much he's raised. I don't know. We should we, we should we ask to out? be you know maybe use one of his songs and see if ten bucks will do it. We <laughs> could. Pearl Jam. Yeah, you know, talking about. Radiohead and shipping things by by boat and by truck other than by plane. For the last two decades, Pearl Jam um, had made its mark on the music industry while making sure not to leave a huge carbon footprint. In fact, lead singer Eddie Vedder often participates in fundraisers and benefits for environmental groups. And also, because he's a surfer, he's on a crusade to protect the oceans. The guitarist, Stone Goddard, has also been an advocate for the carbon-neutral policy, offsetting the band's environmental impact by paying back all the money that's used in terms of the carbon footprint. And one day it hopes to become 0% emissions for all tours and band businesses. Roll me up and smoke me when I die. And if anyone don't like it, just look them in the eye. Uh, yeah, well, Willie Nelson will roll one up, that's for sure. For sure. You know, there's a guy that will probably, after he's gone, be cremated and smoked by somebody <laughs> just so he can go back to the earth. It's probably Willie Nelson, and that's roll me up. And there's no other big environmentalist than Willie Nelson. Not only um, did he create Farm Aid, which is the nonprofit organization and concert that lends a hand to protect farmers, but all of his tour buses and trucks have run on biofuel for decades now. And he talks to truckers weekly on his radio show about the benefits to switch to biofuel in their trucks. So he's one of those guys that actually does what he talks about. And he tries to get other people that are on the road to switch to a more environmentally friendly fuel as well. So good on Willie Nelson. I, I didn't know that. But he's yeah. got, what, what is it, Bio Willie? Bio Willie is his own his Yeah, own he actually has... Bio diesel fuel line? Right, he's got his own, which, you know, is really 
it, it probably makes a great business sense. It's probably why artists like the Tragically Hip as well um, have kind of put their money into marijuana farms, not just mm-hmm. because of the profits, but be, just because of the environmental factors that are involved with protecting those farmers. So it may not be just to help the planet, but it's also to help the farmers and the people that work in in those industries survive so that they can continue to do what they do. Well, thank you so much, Eric. Happy Earth Day. We'll talk to you next weekend. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Books rarely make headlines, but we live in interesting times. Joining us now is Tracy Nesdaly, the Vice President of Communications at Racket and Kobo, Inc. And today we're talking about new releases, which are being talked about and discussed not only around water coolers and over morning coffee, but in major media and social media where it seems we just can't get enough. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you so much. Glad we to be here. S- we spoke in an earlier episode about Fire and Fury Inside the Trump White House by Michael Wolff which set off a few Twitter storms by the sitting president. Now we have a higher loyalty, truth, lies, and leadership by James Comey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, you will remember Mr. Comey is the, or was, that's an important distinction. That would be. <laughs> the director of the FBI. And um, he was um, pretty famous for doing the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email habits. And he also touched on a bunch of stuff with Russia and so on, and all of that got him fired by um, President Trump. So, you know, hell hath no fury. Mm-hmm. And he has um, now written a book about not only his life in the White House with Trump, but it, his life with two other presidents as well. So he's talking about leadership and their styles and what goes on and all of that kind of thing. What he has to say about Barack Obama and Bush is nobody cares. It's all Mm -hmm. Trump, Trump, Trump. And um, he is making headlines for saying things like President Trump is a serial liar, or to use a Trump-esque kind of term, he's um, a very bad guy. Trump, meanwhile, isn't taking this sitting down, and he's tweeting that... Comey is a slime ball, mm-hmm. and I quote, and um, that Comey will go down in history as the worst FBI director ever in history and is not a smart man. So all this to say that reading about the book is almost as fun as reading the book itself. <laughs> it's a page turner and an eye opener, even if you don't care about American politics. And just to give you a little sense of what it's going to, uh, of what's inside, we have a little clip from the audio version. Who am I to tell others what ethical leadership is? Anyone claiming to write a book about ethical leadership can come across as presumptuous, even sanctimonious. All the more so if that author happens to be someone who was quite memorably and publicly fired from his last job. I understand the impulse to think that any book written about one's life experience can be an exercise in vanity, which is why I long resisted the idea of writing a book of my own. But I changed my mind for an important reason. We are experiencing a dangerous time in our country, with a political environment where basic facts are disputed, fundamental truth is questioned, lying is normalized, and unethical behavior is ignored, excused, or rewarded. This is not just happening in our nation's capital, and not just in the United States. It is a troubling trend that has touched institutions across America and around the world. Meanwhile, closer to home... 
we suggest The Never-Ending Present, the story of Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip. It's a book mm-hmm. by Michael Barclay. Now, it chron- chronicles the making of several seminal hip albums that hip fans will know all about, but it also has lots and lots of backstage anecdotes about what went on on tour and making of those records and mm-hmm. so on. Um, so it talks about how... Gord Downey and the Hip hung out with Robert Plant or played pool with the Rolling Stones or other kinds of things like, I don't know, pick up hockey with some maple leaves, that sort of thing. Anyway, it's um, it's an amazing book. And if Trump is something quintessentially American, the Tragically Hip is quintessentially Canadian, perhaps understandable only to us, but nonetheless a riveting story. Mm, absolutely. And we knew this was going to happen. Well, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Andrew Morton, Mm. the biographer of Harry's mom, Princess Diana, has written a biography of none other than... Meghan Markle. So I know um, Andrew Morton rather well. Do you? I do. And um, How do you do? How do you know? Oh, we won't even turn that. Oh, later, baby. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like a bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but nonetheless, I heard him quoted once as saying that the thing that, or you know, what it was about her that so enticed Prince Harry was she had the Markle sparkle, and that's and that's what bewitched mm-hmm. um, Prince Harry. Which um, you know, I don't, everybody knows who he is. He's the fun one. So this book goes into who she is, how she captured the heart of um, of Harry. A little bit about her background, um, her first marriage, her divorce, some skeletons in some closets, some other things in closets. All in all, it's a pretty great read, and it'll give you everything you need to know just ahead of the royal wedding. Oh, excellent! I'm excited. I will be. I will be going on to I've our book met list. Her. Yes, absolutely. and uh, she's lovely. Oh, yeah, she's absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. That's so great to hear. Yeah. Now, of course, you can for them. (laughs) (laughs) You can find all the books mentioned today at Kobo.com slash what she said. That's where you'll find all our books with buzz uh, on the the list, audio, and um, you can download them on your Aura. Thank you for my new Aura H2O. I'm going to be downloading tonight. Um, Wonderful. Tracy, uh, we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Wonderful. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. 
Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com slash TC or call 416-340-7270. This is 105.9 The Region. Let's really show it, darling. Let's give them something to talk about. We hear about it. We see ads about it. But for many, the awareness of just how serious and yet preventable HPV can be is just not on our radar. Our next guest is going to change all that. Dr. Vivian Brown is a family physician in Toronto and is the vice president for medical affairs at Medicis Health Group Incorporated. That's a national business dedicated to preventative health care. So welcome to what she said, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much. Call me Vivian. (laughs) Okay, Vivian, we're going to talk about HPV. Tell us why it's so dangerous. Well, you know, what we've learned in the last 10 or 15 years is that certain kinds of genital cancers and throat cancers are caused by a virus. Mm -hmm. And what that means is if we can prevent the virus, we can prevent the cancer. You know, think about it. If you know that there's a viral infection, you're going to get immunized. So think about measles. That's a viral infection. We immunize children. They don't get the disease. Well, now we know that certain cancers are caused by viruses. So if we immunize, we prevent the virus, we prevent the cancer. Who is most at risk? We know that everybody who is ever sexually active or has any kind of intimate touching is at risk for HPV. 80% of adults will have had HPV at some point in their life, but most of us clear it the way we clear a common cold, the way we clear other viruses. The problem is a certain percentage of us are not able to do that. So persistent HPV is what leads to cancers. And we see throat cancers, genital cancers, cervical cancer. So it's transmitted by skin-to-skin contact? Correct. Skin-to-skin contact spreads this virus, which means it could be on your hands. If there's uh, intimate touching with any kind of moisture, you can spread it. So you don't actually need to be sexually active in order to spread HPV. What segment of the population now has the highest rate of infection? Well, what we know, Christine, is that uh, younger people have the highest rate of infection, which is why we're immunizing kids in school. However, their immune system is very robust They get immunized, and they often um, are able to fight the infection. As we get older, where our immune system is not as robust, is not as strong, and so we do see cancers in people as they get older. So infection is not the same as actually having the cancer. So why is it not mandatory if the vaccine is so effective? In Canada, we give people the right to say yes or no. So although we've got lots of vaccines, measles, mumps, and rubella, polio, tetanus, we still have the option to say yes or no. The school program does offer this to boys and girls. Now in Ontario, it's in grade seven. In other provinces, it may be in other other age groups. But in general, although the school regulations suggest certain vaccines are absolutely essential in order to go to school, HPV is not in that group of absolutely essential yet. We'll watch and see what happens in the next couple of years. So obviously you're working towards making it mandatory. 
I think mandatory is a tough word. We're working hard to educate and advocate around immunization. And we're very excited that on May 30th in Parliament Hill in Ottawa, we're going to have a day of education for the MPs. We're going to be announcing a week of HPV prevention in Ottawa in October. And that week is designed to really bring groups together and Canadians together to understand what this is all about. You know, I often tell my patients, if I could give you a vaccine that would prevent breast cancer, we'd run for it. People don't understand how valuable this vaccine is and how we see a decrease in cancers, a decrease in abnormal pap tests by people being vaccinated. So is it a complete lack of knowledge or is there an objection? I would say that now the vaccine has been out 10 years We are doing better in terms of education. We are doing better in terms of advocacy work. But I think there's still some people that don't understand the details. And they look at their child in grade 7 and they say, this is early. Why are we doing this? But what we know is that Mm -hmm. the younger you are when you're vaccinated, the better it takes. And the average age of exposure in Canada, the average age of kids starting to be sexually active is between 13 and 14. Now, your viewers, your listeners don't want to hear that. 13 to 14 is really young. But, you know, that's when we start to see even just touching, which can spread HPV. So where can people go to find out more about HPV and and what they can do? So there's a number of websites that are really excellent. Immunize Canada, which is immunize.ca, has lots of information. And Immunize Canada is supported by Public Health Canada. This is an excellent, uh, unbiased website. Uh, The SOGC, the Society of Obstetrics and Gynecologists of Canada, has a website called HPVNU, and that's another website that gives a lot of information. Um, But you've got to know I'm biased. I'm a family doctor. I would say if you want information, if you want personalized attention, if you want to know how this affects you or your family or your partner or your loved one, go see your family doctor. This is the person that is really number one in your life in terms of giving you excellent information about how to protect your health. Globally, um, what is the situation? You know, there's been about 160 million doses worldwide already. And what we've seen in countries where there's high uptake, and that would be Australia, for example, Mm -hmm. we've seen decreases in genital warts decreases in referrals for colposcopy, and colposcopy is the test that you do when you have an abnormal pap test. We see decreases in return visits for colposcopy. So all over the world, Korea, Italy, Scotland, everybody is promoting this vaccine, and we're starting to see the effect after 10 years of decreased risk for cancer. Is it, it, my girls were both vaccinated when they were at school. But it was they, – they, they were just doing girls at the beginning. Are they vaccinating girls and boys now? So when the vaccine was first launched, most of the data was about cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. So it was first approved in Canada to immunize girls, and that's what we started with. In 2010, 2011, we got the national recommendation to start immunizing boys – But when we have a national recommendation, it gets implemented 14 different ways in the provinces and territories. Of course it does. (laughs) So although it's a national recommendation, it may not be yet in your province. Ontario just started this year, this past September, immunizing boys and girls in grade 7. How how late would it be to get vaccinated? I mean, I know that you said that the rates, it, it may not be as effective, 
But is it ever too late? You know, Kate, that's a really good question. And the National Advisory Committee on Immunization, NACI, has answered that question for us. They say the vaccine is recommended ages 9 to 26. And for those people above the age of 26, there is no upper age limit. So if you are at risk, if you're going to be with a new partner, if you're going to be exposed, if you're having a same-sex partner, your risk goes up and you may choose to be vaccinated at any age. Cervical cancer as a disease has a peak between age 30 and 40 in women, but has a second peak around age 70. So there's no upper age limit for trying to reduce your risk for cancer. This is a personal decision between you and your physician. I wouldn't say that everybody needs HPV vaccine. Some people may be in a situation where they haven't been with a partner or a new partner for 30, 40 years. Yeah. They're unlikely to pick it up. But someone may be getting divorced or, or have their spouse die or be in a different situation, and their risk is going to then continue. So there's no upper age limit, and we have that guideline, that permission from the National Advisory Committee on Immunization to immunize up to any age. Well, there's no downside. It's a win-win. I mean, why not if it's available? I think one of the issues that some people have is the fact that we don't have data on women Uh, over the age of 45. mm -hmm. The vaccine was approved in Canada from 9 to 45 in terms of age group. Um, but although we don't have data and we, although we know our immune system gets weaker with time, I agree with you. I don't think there's a downside. We just don't know how efficient that vaccine will be. Will it be 90%? Will it be 88%? We're not quite sure. However, I think vaccinating absolutely decreases your risk. We can't quite say what the percentage is if you're over 45 because we don't have the data on those age groups. Will we have the data at some point? I'm not sure. Maybe. (laughs) Well, Dr. Vivian Brown, thank you so much for joining us. And again, shall we just quickly list out where people can go and find out more? Sure. Um, I think one of the best websites is the SOGC website, HPVNU, as well as Immunize Canada has lots of information on immunization. I'm the current past president of the Federation of Medical Women of Canada, and our website has a lot of information on HPV as well. But again, I'd send you back to your family doctor to have that one-on-one discussion. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Unstoppable foodie Rose Reisman is on a mission to help time-strapped families take dinner prep out of the equation. And it's not like other food delivery out there. Kate and Christine talk to Rose about FamilyMeals.ca on what she said Saturday, April 28th at noon. We're the station everyone's talking about because we talk about you. York Region, we are your radio station. 105.9 The Region. Hey! 
Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. What you're listening to is The Feels, the latest single by Toronto singer-songwriter Jessica Speciale, who is here with us now in studio. Welcome to What She Said. Pretty good effort at the name, Hi, right? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. So how me. did you get started in the industry? I grew up in a musical family. Mm-hmm. My parents were both musicians, and so we used to sing around the house. They taught me how to harmonize in the car to pop radio, and it was a really natural progression. Yeah. Um, I ended up starting to songwrite once I realized that somebody had to write the music listening to <laughs> Alanis Morissette's yeah. Jagged Little Pill, yeah. <laughs> which was really influential for me. <laughs> now, you're teaming up with award-winning Canadian alternative pop rock band across the board for a May double album release yes. and concert event. So tell us about that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I have a new EP coming out called Awakening that the feels is on. And it's such a pleasure to get to release the album with my best friends across the board. So we're both releasing uh, projects that day and the show is actually sold out. Wow. Super pumped. Well, that's great. So no. we, we can't even tell people where to get tickets. <laughs> oh, I know. So um, your upcoming EP, mm-hmm. Awakening, is going to feature three fired up modern rock songs. Yes. So what, what, what are they all about? <laughs> well, the whole um, EP is actually around this journey I've been going through the last couple of years where trying to balance advice with my intuition. And my intuition really started to take over and really just going for it and breaking through all of those boundaries and getting in touch with myself and the type of art that I wanted to create. Um, and so it was really kind of a scary time, but <laughs> the reaction's been incredible so far, so I'm really happy about that. Um, and so that's where all of these songs are coming from different experiences to do with overcoming that obstacle. Now, you're about to perform The Feels. What mm-hmm. is that song about? This one is a dedication to love and long distance and wanderlust. I'm a huge traveler, um, and I love touring. So That's a lot of to, things in one song. It is a lot of things in one song, but they all really interconnect because every time I'm away, there are so many hearts that I feel connected to back home. And so it's all about that long distance love and knowing that those people are going to be there when I get home. Aww. Now, how do people uh, get your music online? How do they connect with you socially, all that kind of stuff? My website is jessicaspeziali.com. And at spezsings, S-P-E-Z-S-I-N-G-S, is my Instagram. And they can purchase music wherever they prefer to purchase music, Amazon, iTunes, all those things. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. That is it for What She Said this weekend. We'll be back next Saturday and Sunday here on 105.9 The Region. And singing us out now in our live studio sessions, here is Jessica Speziali performing The Feels. 
very, very, very long time Married to the road I know every inch of it by heart Me and you, we blow kisses on the wind Whenever we're apart I know at the end of the road I'll find your eyes We got Same. 